you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. People like me, Michelle Kane, with my company Voice Matters, and the super duper Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. Here we are again, Karen, another episode. How another are you? Another episode. We yeah. are nothing if not consistent. This is true. This is true. We are we are crushing it with the consistency goals. We are we are in your earbuds, like it or not. No, we hope you like it. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're we're starting off light and airy, but the topic today it's it's a little heavy. It, it's a little sobering yeah. to think about, but you know, I'm casually calling it succession plans for your stuff. And I mean, in the terms of your your digital world, you know, Karen and I and I have both experienced losses near and far of late. And it just makes you think, how can we not just as solo professionals be prepared or prepared for, you know, a legacy takeover of our businesses with our our digital information, but also, you know, personally, how can we best plan um, for this when the inevitable happens? Yes. And this topic, while inspired by a stat event, is one that I do think is appropriate for the start of the year. As the start of the year is a time that many of us change some things. We may have gone through this audit process and we may have you know, unsubscribe from certain things, and we may have added new things. And so it's a good time to think about having a written digital plan in the event that either you are sick, incapacitated, or the inevitable, if you pass away, what will happen? And Mm -hmm. as I, you know, really did some research on this and really began to think about this, we all know this, but when you start to look at your own documentation, we have a huge digital footprint. So step number one, I believe, is to have some place where all of your passwords, so you have a list of all of your digital properties and all of your passwords and usernames are stored and make sure that someone has access to that. For me, that's another digital tool. So there are digital password (laughs) managers But I'm also a huge fan of exporting your data in a spreadsheet, printing it out and securing it with the rest of your important documents. So that's a great idea. I have a folder that's all of the like quick things that somebody would need. And so it's good old fashioned because, you know, that makes it accessible and people can find it easily. So passwords is number one, because think about all, you know, I read that the average person has on average 75 passwords. Oh, I have more than that. I I already know that I do because I use a password manager. So I see like the crazy amount of accounts that I have. True, true. Um, But think about that. Yeah, it's it's a lot. And, you know, keeping in mind that whomever your designated person or people is or people are to help you deal with these things, their level of tech savvy may not be on the level of yours. So I think that's so key to have it printed out because I know I manage accounts for my, the elders in my family, but I I cannot even fathom, you know, trying to explain that to them. But, you know, it's very true. And I think, you know, Another important key to this is 
I don't know that everyone realizes that your digital assets should be part of your estate plan. Yes. So make sure that your estate planner, your attorney, whoever you're utilizing incorporates those digital assets into your plan. That's that's really important. Also realize yeah. that some of your digital properties, such as Facebook, they have their own set of rules about who can access and for what reasons and what they can do. So they don't just allow you to just share something because in their world, in the Facebook world, that's impersonation. Mm-hmm. So it your account belongs to you and you alone, but you can designate someone. Right. And then that person in the event of your death can either memorialize your account or create, I think it's called a legacy account. I can't remember the terminology. Yeah, that's the term they use that you designate a legacy person. Yeah. Yeah. So I like to, you know, take stock. And and this is something that you really should do no less than once a year. Take stock on who is your designated person for different Mm -hmm. things. So the person who you designate over digital management in the event of your, you know, a change in your health or your death may not be the same person that you designate over your financial life. And your financial life, remember to include that digital portion as well. Yeah. It's really sad. It is a very sad thing when you know that someone has passed away and you see a dusty digital trail online. And sometimes things die out because financial accounts are closed, such as websites. So if you don't pay the hosting and you don't pay it, it's obviously you're just going to lose it. But I think it's important to be more thoughtful and have a way to wrap up things or shut down things in a timeframe that makes sense so that you're kind of making this structured and neat and tidy in the same way that you don't want to, you know, if you die and you have a home, you don't want it to just sit there and (laughs) until it just is old and vacant and wait for the squatters. Yeah. So (laughs) don't do that with your digital life either. And I think also it's, you know, for practical purposes, you want to make sure that cards are not being charged in the immediate aftermath of your death. And so it is really important to make sure that if you have a team and you have a succession plan for your business, that everybody knows how to access all of the business digital accounts. Yeah, that's, that's very, very important. And, you know, especially if you are a business owner, you know, if, if you are the only one at the head of the company, you want to make sure you, that the loose ends resolve themselves as best they can. Yes. And this may take a lot of work. You know, I realized, my God, how complicated my own digital life is. And yeah. Whoever has to handle my stuff after I pass away, they are going to need a whole slew of death certificates. But again, I think it's really important to this and make it easy for people. You know, I was yeah. um, I was in the Xfinity store this week, and two women, two women within a, a span of forty five seconds, came up and were looking to make changes to their account because their husbands had passed away. Wow. And I forgot where I was going with that point. But of course, that requires death certificates. So we think about right. death certificates for life insurance, social security office, and all of right. the, the government type things. But you need them for that kind of stuff too. being yeah. able to prove that someone has passed so that you can 
switch accounts into your name. Some, yeah. you know, some utilities are super easy to do when you could do that online, but other things require proof of some that someone has has uh, passed on. And so having yeah. it written out, and, and I would say not only having it written out, but talk to the person that you plan to designate in advance. Totally. Make sure that you're making the right decision and choosing the right person and kind of walk through with them, you know, what your desire would be in mm-hmm. the event that something happens to me. What do you want to be done with your Facebook account, with right. your LinkedIn account, with your website? You know, all of the things, talk about that and make sure that that person is really clear on, you know, what you would need them to do and the responsibility of getting it done. Yeah. Um, your team, you should always make sure that your team at least has everybody has a shared record of the assets that are owned by the business. Yes. So if you're working with other people, some of you, you know, some of our solos have employees, you know, make sure that your employees at least have a record, have operating procedures, have the stuff documented. It's so important. Otherwise it's just a mess. And, mm-hmm. and it really does feel very sad to me again, when you know that the person is no longer with us and there's just this haunting like digital footprint and it's, it, you know, it's painful to see that, to be honest, you know, and to add to that, you know, even if it's a situation where you know that this event is impending, you're still going to be thrown when it happens. So I say, do as much as you can now to set things up because no one's going to be thinking a hundred percent with a hundred percent of clarity at the time. I don't care if it's an employee that's known you for two months or, you know, it's no one's going to have a clear head. So the better things are documented and thought out ahead of time, you know, maybe even as to as much extent as you can with trusted third parties, you know, that aren't going to be emotional and really, you know, depending on what it is, right, that can take care of things or at least perhaps point the way and guide the person who you who you've designated as well. It could be as simple as, okay, I've left this with my attorney. It's in my estate plan. They're going to talk you through it when it's time. Because, you know, the best of us when when we're off because of, you know, big things happening in life, you do, you make mistakes and you don't realize it right away. So, you know, just keep in mind to be kind to yourself as you prepare for this. Yes. Love it. <laughs> Love it. I mean, And again, we're sorry that this is, you know, not happy, shiny. Sorry. We'll come back with happy, shiny, another episode. (laughs) We'll come back with happy, shiny. We're here to really help to prepare you for all aspects of your business. And, you know, early on in my business, I had this just amazingly smart mentor. He was so smart about business. Mm. And he, you know, told me, he always told me to plan for the end at the beginning. Mm. He Have an exit strategy, have a succession plan right in the beginning. If you have strategic partners, you know, before you go into the, you know, go into the contract planning for the end, planning for it not to end well, because you need to do all that when everything is nice and shiny and bright and you all love each other. Right. And not wait until the end when it's contentious and you're not thinking straight and there's emotions. And so we're here to not only, you know, this, this quarter we're talking about starting or launching your solo PR business or growing and scaling. 
So we're kind of back to basics. And this is part of the basics is to think yeah. about the end of your business and how yeah. that will end. And so today we've tackled one aspect of it. Yeah. I also want to remind people that we did this fabulous episode with Leslie, who we fondly call the death lady. And she, <laughs> she was fantastic. And, yes. We will link <laughs> the link to that particular podcast, but she's somebody that tackles these end of life issues and helps you to plan for yourself and your family members in such a relatable and, mm. and not morbid down, you know, and depressing way. She brings, she brings life to death, if that makes right. sense. So, nope, that makes perfect um, sense. We'll pop yeah. that. We'll pop a link to that episode in the show notes for today. So you can check that out after you listen to this episode. But yeah, I mean, you know, none of us are going to avoid that aspect of life, right? So why not be prepared? Gain that be peace prepared. of mind. Yeah. You know, I think that that's what it's about. It's peace of mind. And it's, you know, having vision, it, you know, in my mind always means like a full and complete vision. Mm-hmm. It's not just the start of a thing. It's the middle of a thing. It's the, you know, and, and it's the end of a thing. You should have a vision for how this will all unfold. And, you know, we, the one thing that has really been hammered home over the past couple of years is that age has nothing to do with planning for the end of your life. Not True. one single solitary thing. None of us knows when the end of our days will be. Sadly, we have, we're seeing so many more people leave this world at young ages yeah. due to all kinds of circumstances. And so as business owners, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to your family and those that are left behind to try and make things as you know easy as possible when this inevitable thing happens to us all. Yeah, no, it's it's true. I mean, it's not not entirely related, but you know, my grandmother passed. She had pre-planned a lot of her proceedings. That was such a huge help. We didn't have to guess what she would want or or this, that, and the other. I'm not saying that you, as a business owner, should also plan your funeral because it's also a little creepy. I'm not. That's not something I would have encouraged her to go through. But I know my own mother did that. And, you know, I was fairly young when I lost my mom and I just opened up, you know, I knew where her files were. She always, you know, she was very meticulous and organized. And, you know, back then there were no digital files or just files. And I just opened up the folder and followed everything that she told me to do. I mean, thank God for that, because literally I, I did not even remember how to breathe by myself. Um, I really didn't. So if I had had to think of all the details, I would have been even more of a sobbing mess. I think I just would have crawled under the bed and never left, but she wrote it all down. And that was my mom. And, you know, all these years later, I remember what a beautiful gift that was. And I have friends whose parents and grandparents have done the same thing. So this is one aspect of your life that you really can and you know, we sell us, we we love to be in control of things. So yes, we do control of this. <laughs> I, I, I got it. I'm good. No, no, you're not. Yeah, you're, you're no I'm longer here. Yeah, yeah. I'll get to it tomorrow. <laughs> you, you left us yesterday. That's not happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I I think it's it's so true. And when you think of the, your loved ones having to kind of put things together, do you really want to give them a puzzle? Oh, at that stage, because, you know, they are going to be sad. They will. You might not think they'll be sad, but they will be sad. So, yeah. That's Michelle. 
my dog would be very sad if something happened to me. That's and that's another thing to think about too. Our dogs can't read; they can't do all the things that that people can do. So, um, it's really important to plan, and you know, in all seriousness too. You know, you you want to give your loved ones and and the easiest path possible to help tie up your affairs. You know, and and lean on the professionals in your life. Yeah. You know, if if you work with an attorney on your estate planning or in your business, you know, have them handle part of this or spearhead part of it. Similarly, you know, if you have a good trusting relationship with your accountant and they're open to, you know, taking some of this on or being the resource for your family, then that's great too. You know, use use your trusted network to bring this together. But we we urge you to to do it. Absolutely to do it. And if there are other topics that you'd like for us to explore in this realm, even around succession planning or, you know, exit planning or, you know, ending partnerships, please drop us a note and let us know. And before we dash out today, I know this is usually Michelle's job, but since (laughs) we're already talking, we want to thank you so much for giving us your time. Um, We at That Solo Life do not take your time for granted. We hope that this has been helpful for you. We ask you if it has to please not only like the episode, but to share it on your social media channels. And of course, hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss a single episode of That Solo Life. We shall see you next week. Yay!